Greetings to you, people of God. Welcome to the podcast of Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance, where Apostle Levin Bailey is the pastor. We are so excited today that you tune into our broadcast. If you like more information about the church, it is located at 25053 DuPont Highway, Georgetown, Delaware, 19947. Or you can visit our website at pilgrimsministry.org. Now let's get into the message that's already in progress. God bless you. We'd like to give honor to the founder and overseer of Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance. None other than Apostle Ivory L. Hopkins and Elder Evelyn Hopkins. Give them a great big hand praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I think divine appointment. If it was no them, it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be no me. Amen. If it wasn't for Apostle Hopkins, obeying God. Come on here. Obeying God. Amen. We have to obey God. Good morning, Facebook, podcast, cast. Good morning to you. PMOD, good morning to you. Good morning to you in the parking lot. God is so good. This morning, amen, we, we do know we're living in the last days, right? We do know this. I mean, y- 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 y'all ain't sleep, Barbie. Don't, don't sleep, walk through this thing. Th- this is it. We're at the last hour, actually. Somebody say we're at the last minute. Amen. So it, it behooves us to do what's right, to live holy. To make God our choice, not by just saying it, by giving him our heart. Amen. We don't know when he's going to crack that sky. And except for the grace of God, and I believe, look, I'm believing to live long and prosper. Amen. But if I don't, we don't know when our number will be called. Amen. For our time is in his hands. My life is in God's hands. But what I can do is be ready when he comes. Hello, somebody. Be ready when he do come. Because somebody have this testimony. Some folks use this old testimony with son, uh, a son, a pastor, or whatever you want to call him. I've been hearing this for years that Jesus is coming. And, and, and he ain't caught here yet. Don't worry about that. Amen. He is coming. He didn't tell you when, did he? Come on here. Don't, don't, don't start. He didn't tell you when he was coming. He said, coming. Amen. So therefore, he's he letting us know that it's coming and giving us an opportunity to get things in order. <laughs> yes. And so with that in mind, we want to go to Jude. Glory to God. Jude. Jude 10. Amen. There are going to be, God gave me this, there's going to be three outbursts and attacks against the body of Christ. The church. Hello, somebody. Amen. And 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 that's going to be counterfeits of the real. Amen. Glory to God. Don't get mad when the counterfeits show up. Amen. Just know this: if the counterfeits show up, there is a real somewhere. Hello. And so what we need to do is, Amen. Find like what the real is. And when we find the real, Amen. It's tied up and yoked up in Jesus Christ, then we stay with it. But because of the last day spirit of rebellion, 
disobedience, pride, and arrogance, amen, that is going to be a manifestation, an attack, amen, against, amen, the church. Now, in Jude chapter uh, 1, verse 10, it says this. Now, he's talking about the false doctors, false apostles, and prophets, and false Christians. But in verse 10, he says this. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them. Woe unto who? Those are these guys that's going to fall away into their own selfish walking with God, or not walking with God, but their own selfish ways and deeds. Amen? They woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Underline Cain ran greedily after the era of Balaam, underline Balaam, and for reward uh, and perish by the gainsaying of, somebody say, Korah. This disrespect to authority, underline that. So, these are the manifestations of what's happening in the last day. Three attacks is going to happen to church. Amen. It's going to be the spirit of Cain. Amen. And the spirit of Cain, amen, you got to understand the spirit of Cain is an attack on worship. On worship. Now let's read Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. And we're going to endeavor to go to 1 through 9. And we're going to pinpoint these things because there's going to be three of them. Cain, Balaam, and Korah. And these are the different things that we're going to talk about. This week, today, we're just going to deal with Cain. And I'm going to show you how it hit the church and has already hit the church. Already hit some of us. It's a strong spirit of deception. Amen? Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. I'm going to take my time, bear with me, pray with me. Y'all, some of y'all know my situation and with these eyes. But you know what? I refuse to let the devil make me run through something real fast or not read something that's so important because, amen, but you might make a mistake or uh, 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 you might, you know, I'm not in competition. I'm on assignment. Glory to God. You are on assignment. Don't let nobody Take and use any weakness you have against you to tell you that you can't fulfill or do what God called you to do. Limp until you get healed. Or until you're healed and manifest. Amen. Amen. If you got a limp, limp with it. Do the work of God with a limp. Do the work of God with a back, bad back until you're healed and manifest itself. But let that, and that's called spitting in the devil's face. Man. Genesis chapter, one, chapter 4, verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she, grew, and she, and she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So we stopped at verse 2. Now let's look at here. Now, here this says uh, Abel, I mean Cain and then Abel. Now this, the, the, the commentary said they, these guys were twins. Amen. And never say she conceived again and bare Abel, but she said, and then she brought forth Abel. So twi- twins come out one at a time. So, so, 
So they believed that these boys were twins. Hello. And in the process of time, it, verse, verse number three, in the process of a time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering to the Lord. Let this stick in you. The fruit of the ground and just an offering of the Lord. And Abel also brought forth the firstling of his flock. Listen to this. Okay? One bought an offering and one bought the firstling. <laughs> Amen. See, see, because we really need to look at this and, 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 and just be open to what the Holy Spirit is doing because he's revealing some things to us today that, that some things we might need to work on and change in our personal life. Hello. So he brought the first of his flock and the fed thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth in his countenance fell. In other words, he was very angry. Angry. His countenance fell. His whole face, your future's changed. I believe to the, to the face of a devil, a demon. I mean, he had got so mad. Good God Almighty, that his whole future, future's changed. That you angry then. And we look at this like, the why are you? So it's kind of, verse 6, and the Lord said unto Cain, why are you off? I mean, why are you upset? Why are you angry? And why is that continence falling? Why are your face looking like that? My mama used to say, boy, you better fix your face. <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy, you better fix your face. If that, he said, look, if thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, send life at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel. Here we go. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. Now I'm going to say he wasn't his cousin. It was his brother. It was his blood brother. It was his twin brother. You understand that? Both brought an offering to God. An offering should be something that you praise God and worship God with. When we worship God, we ought to give him our best. But here's what it done. Cain's spirit have attacked the church until the point where now we don't reverence God in our offerings, we'll bring anything to him and say, take it or leave it. Now, physically, verbally, we won't say that, but that's what our heart is saying. Cain knew better. See, you cannot give God an offering with a nasty attitude. God won't accept it. Why won't God accept it? Because he has a right to not receive it. Why? Because God is holy. He's a holy God. Amen. And he desires a holy people. Because you give it doesn't mean God has accepted it. Now, many people say, 
Cain didn't bring a sin offering. It, it never, Bobby never told us it was a sin offering. Uh -uh. It was what they call a Mashiach. It was a offering of gratitude. <laughs> he brought an offering of gratitude. So both of them, amen. Now, now your offering, work with me. What you give, how you give it, will, return, will, will determine how grateful we are. Cain took God as one of the boys. And I would just give you anything. It doesn't make no difference. I can give you the strap. And say, now God, take it or leave it. And, 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 and Cain represents, amen, once we read a little further, we're going to understand that, that Cain represents, he, 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 he destroyed and, and, and brought forth a, 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 a evil fellowship. He brought forth evil fellowship. He, he destroyed the worship. Come on here. Many times we destroy God's worship, amen, by not participating. Come on here. Amen. And when you are worshiping God, he wants your best. And, 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 and if you are a, a worshiper, a praise leader, or a praise team, amen, when you Accept that in your heart. You must give God your very, very best. Hello, hello, somebody. You, you, you got to, amen, realize that I'm coming before the presence of God Almighty. My creator, my father. And because I love you, I'm bringing you an offering of gratitude. Saying, thank you so much. Cain did not have worship, but he came to God. He came into, amen, the house of God, the presence of God with no respect for God. Is that some of us? We have no respect for God. Listen, listen, Cain represent doing it my way. Take it or leave it. Come on here. And this spirit has attacked the church today, pastors. That's why you're having a problem in your worship and praise. Why would he attack worship and praise? Because he was a praise leader. And when he was a praise leader in the throne of God, he still wanted to do things his way. God kicked him out. Don't let God have to kick us out. We must reverence God to know that we cannot bring anything to him. Look, if we can't give him a bath, don't give him nothing. If you can't fulfill the, the responsibility of the job, don't take it. To give God your best requires you to have to make sacrifices. We have to make sacrifices. My God, we, we, we got to, to, to make sure we take time, oh God, and, and not chunk God anything. But what my offering is, I must make sure it's a pure, holy, clean offering. 
an offering that I will bring to him with respect of who he is. Hallelujah. We've lost the respect for God, for God. We've lost that. Come on here. I'm telling you, we chunk anything for God. We put, amen, glory to God. Read two scriptures and jump up there and want to preach. And then that study nothing. Come on here. And God's supposed to take it. Come on, get two and a half songs. Amen, glory to God. Till the paper just gets so wrinkled, you can't even see it no more. We got to give God his be our best. We's holy. If God is holy, then we have to be holy. We have to be pure. We have to reverence and fear God, not tormently fearing him, but fearing him enough to say, I can't got to give God my best. I don't care if it's two cents. Amen. If that's your best and you're giving it from the depths of your heart, guess what? God will receive it. It may not have been nothing wrong with Cain's offering, but it was his attitude. And your attitude will determine your offering. Hello. Oh, oh, yes. And my attitude will determine whether I get a harvest of my seed. Now, let's go back to Genesis. Because guess what? I bet we, we, we almost done. Now, that's the spirit of jealousy we see in Cain because he got jealous because God accepted Abel's offering. Why are you jealous of somebody else's gift and calling and anointing and, and the time that they put in before God? Why are you getting jealous when you have yours and you do nothing towards it? If you do well, shall you not be accepted too? If you put the time in that God requires you to do it, and that's personal because he don't, everybody's different. But if you put the time in God, then you, in the time of God, in prayer and fast and read the word, you'll be acceptable too. But Cain was upset. Because God wouldn't receive his mess. Hello. Oh, you're upset because people are getting blessed? You know, that's one of the reasons that most churches <laughs> had got rid of testimony service. First of all, start on stop coming from testimony to test a lying. Everything that pertaineth, everything that except that which pertaineth to Amen. The testimony. They use testimony service to throw off at people. I came in this morning, the devil met me at the door. Well, we know who's at the door is the greeter. Come on. Duh. You just throw. <laughs> Come on here. It just, I, I was praising God this morning. I, I had my high praise on until I hit the sound woman. Dad was. Well, who in the sound room? Prophetess Mary John. <laughs> so we throwing off on, on people which supposed to be testimony service. <laughs> ah, boy, they do it to the Sunday school teacher. I, I was in there, but I just couldn't get with the Sunday school teacher. Who can you get with? You sick of yourself, but you can't leave yourself. <laughs> You're stuck with you. And because you're stuck with yourself because you refuse to change. And the Lord said unto the king, Why art thou fought wrath, and why art thy continents fallen? If thou doest well, shall ye not be accepted? If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. 
and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel. Now, okay, let me shift to the scene now. He was in the presence of God. God was talking to him. He's upset because he didn't receive his offering. Right? Amen. And Abel's offering was accepted. So now he is very upset. And so in verse 8, he walks away from the presence of God, knowing in his heart that if he ever got the opportunity, he was going to get Abel, his brother. Why are you jumping on the wrong people? Why are you attacking the wrong people? Abel didn't have anything to do with it. If you want to jump somebody, jump God. Come on. Why are we mad with, amen, your brother-in-law when it was your sister? Huh? We're jumping the wrong people. Maybe it's because he knew God could knock him out and he probably thought he could beat Abel. But I hope that's not how we go, we go to the wrong people. Hmm. Verse number eight. Here we go. And he talked with Abel, fellowship, his brother. Somebody say fellowship. Okay, all this is tied up in Cain now. Just like the great unknown things that's tied up in you. The wealth that's in you. Riches, prosperity, success. Come on, it's in you. Cain had this in him. Amen. So, so, so really, what we look at, if we, when we kill folks, sometimes we kill a green. We kill a green. Hello, somebody. And you can kill a person Without, without physically killing them, you can break their morale. Until everything that's in them will not be able to be released into the earth. Cain was filled with fellowship, worship. All of this was in Cain. Ah. And so they have been fellowship. So he talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, and he said, <laughs> and he said, now, he talking to God. No respect at all. Am I my brother's keeper? I don't know where he at. He my data watching. This guy is talking to God with disrespect. If we disrespect God, I'll disrespect you. If I lie to God, I'll lie to you. You've got to understand, you're talking about the creator. Now he knew. Listen, listen, listen. Cain, Abel, Bought forth the fruit of the land. Then he bought the fat and the, and the lamb and the pure lamb. You know why? 
You know why Abel was able to bring all that? You know why? Huh? You don't know why? Amen. He bought the lamb and all the grass. You don't know why he bought it? Because Abel was humble enough to know that not intentionally I might sin and mess up through the day. That lamb was representing to God that I have sinned and I bring my sacrifice. Y'all will get that later. When we humble ourselves before God and the blessings flow, we will always remember that this is grace, not my righteousness, or not how righteous I am because he makes me righteous, not because I'm good and clean. It's grace. And so he says, Lord, you bless me. You bless my field. Amen. With, and, and here I come with, amen, my offering of gratitude. But I know that I've sinned, and I even bring my sin offering if you would like to have it. Then we come with repentance. Do we repent? Or we just say they get over it? So now, am I my brother's keeper? Huh? Ain't that what he said? And guess what? He killed it. He killed it. His own brother. Jealousy is a killer. Envy and stripe is hooked to it. And they will take you out if it's not for the grace of God. That's why the Bible says, God thy heart before diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. Amen? So, let me go back to Genesis because I left some key points out of there. And let's see. So he asked him where his brother was. Am I my brother's keeper? Then said, uh, 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 then he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And because you touched my anointing and my anointing, now you are cursed from the earth. But he rose up against Abel and he killed him. And so everything that's tied up now, he has attacked worship. Come on here. He has attacked he has attacked um Brotherly love. Amen. Because there was supposed to be able. That was his brother. Instead of killing him, he was supposed to love him. You my brother, you my sister, I don't supposed to kill you. I'm supposed to love you. Even, even in your imperfectness. Huh? So now, amen, pure worship before God has been killed. Cain's mind and heart is not to do true worship. Because inwardly, amen, he was jealous. He likes to be number one, but he didn't want to put in the time to be number one. If you want to run the race, you got to put time in. You got to practice. You got to get it done. You got to practice, 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 and practice. Amen, you can't practice one day a week. 
and think you're going to be number one. You'll be number whatever in the back. So now, amen, and John 23. 423. Here's what God is saying to us. Amen. And that's what we must get back into the church. The, come on. The house of God. The building, but not only the building, but our hearts. John 423 says, and 24, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit, and in truth, for the Father seeketh such as to worship him. Huh? Seeking what kind of people he's seeking? Huh? True worshipers. If he said true worshipers, then that means that can be some false worshipers. So everybody that sits in the congregation and may wave their hand is a true worshiper. Everybody, amen, that's, that you see, amen. You know, one of the things, maybe I'm too critical, amen, but, you know, we, we, we have people who know in the church, amen, because you're not good enough yet, amen, to be out on the stage. But we have people in the church who perform just like we have people, amen, out in the world that perform. See, you, you can perform and not true worship. And a lot of us are performing. Come on here. That's why we can step in and out of the spirit so quickly. Or that's why we never elevated to the next level. We stay on the earthly fleshly level. But when you are a true worshiper, nothing gets in your way from worshiping God. Nothing gets in my way. Nothing. Why? Because I love the Lord and I'm bringing him an offering of gratitude. And my gratitude that I'm bringing him is my praise. It is my worship. Which Abel killed. Glory to God. Don't let nobody kill your worship. Don't let nobody kill your praise. Don't let nobody kill your creativity. Come on, sing your song. If you have to sing it in the bathroom, keep singing, keep worshiping. Don't let nobody hinder you. Nobody. Well, we pray that you have enjoyed that message. If you would like to know more about Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance, located in Georgetown, Delaware, you can visit their website at pilgrimsministry.org. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. God bless.